Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9920. And enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And our host to be named later, Rick Swan, is here, and we'll get to him in a minute. Um, I'm sure he's awfully happy after what happened in uh, New York on Sunday when they play those Bears. But uh, this is uh, October 4th, so welcome in. Uh, this is show four, good buddy. number... I was going to say that, Sean. Okay. <laughs> this is show number what, Chris? 214? 214. 214. So now we, we may literally have breaking news during the show, so stay tuned because we may literally have some Aaron Judge news, possibly. Or not. We're not going to interrupt the show to broadcast at bats, though. We are no, not well, like no. That. but yes, we will yeah, tell no, you. No. we will tell you what happens. We will, and uh, also keep an eye on the Mets if they're playing because they're still involved. There's a magic number yep. for the Braves to win the division, and if the Mets can keep winning. They'll keep that going, but uh, there's that going on. But anyway, um, welcome, everybody, on uh, again for show 214 on this kind of cloudy, rainy. The whole East is getting the uh, – I, I, it's not. It's all low pressure. That's all in the Northeast, and you may. And, and see, it's beautiful in the middle part of the country, right? And you may see that we'll have um, a couple teams just drop games. You know, there's a lot. Of, there aren't too many meaningful games right now. We'll go over that later. But uh, you know, the season does end Wednesday, and we found out that the all the games will start between four oh five and four twenty Eastern on Wednesday. So that'll be good. Get them all over by you know, Survivor or whatever. Everybody be you know, and they can get off to their uh, to their homes. And we will also have. Uh, and, and to the series that they need to go to. And we will also have uh, quick games. I promise you the umpires don't want to be there. The players don't want to be there. Again, unless the game means something, which could still happen, but if it doesn't, uh, there'll be uh, two to two to two and a half hours without a pitch clock. Anyway, so the panel, uh, of course, we're going to do that first. Then we're going to do, and in that, Robert is going to talk briefly about NASCAR. Then we're going to do the NFL. We'll do college football. We'll do baseball and the NBA. No NHL stuff, although the NHL does start some of their overseas games on Friday and the main body of the season starts next Tuesday. So uh, NHL is almost here and the NBA is getting closer too. So uh, the Patriots lost on Sunday, but I was happy with their performance. They really played well considering, you know, I mean, the Packers aren't what they used to be. We get that. And Aaron Rodgers had a very crummy first half, but he did, did get it, it going in the second half. But, you know, the Patriots hung with them. The defense played well. They got a pick six. Uh, they had to go down to uh, Bailey Zappi, their third quarterback, after Brian Hoyer got hurt. 
and uh, into the protocol. And of course, we'll be talking about the concussion protocol with Tua later on. But, uh, you know, happy about that. And, uh, you know, they're one in three, and they've only been one in three, uh, you know, last year and this year since 2001. But all uh, those other two years, they made the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. I, I didn't predict they would, and I'm still not. But, you know, they had a relatively tough schedule early on. It gets a little bit easier coming up. So we'll see what they can do. They got the Lions coming in. As far as the, the NBC actually won an ACC game, 34-33 over Louisville. How the heck did that happen? But, you know, they did. Now they're going to have to play Clemson, though. It's going to be here, but they're going to should begin uh, another one of the Saturday massacres that uh, everybody wants to keep showing. They had them against Virginia Tech and Florida State, and BC did not play well. So probably that will happen again. So the Red Sox uh, are, uh, you know, grinding to the end here. They were three and sixteen against Toronto. It's the most losses they've had against one team, and the most losses they'll have in a long time. Because next year, even if they lose all their games to somebody, it's only thirteen games is the most they play. But three and sixteen against Toronto, and the the worst one they ever had was seventeen losses against the Twins when they won one home game and lost all the road games and all the other home games. They're one and seventeen against the pennant winning Twins in '65. So that's you know pretty pretty bad. Okay, and just to, at this point, I just want to run down a weird statistical thing. If you get Miss A to give you some team records, you can find some interesting things. The Red Sox in 1961 were 76 and 86. In 62, they were 76 and 84. In 63, they were 76 and 85. Why do I bring it up? Right now, they have 76 wins. Will they stick there? I don't know. But I'm just saying, if they do, it won't be the first time. Okay, Rick, go for it. Well, okay, it's, it is cloudy and gloomy all over the East Coast, except for at my house because it's sunny and bright because the Giants are 3-1. and one. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Although I, I have this we said, Rick, feeling, we, said, we yeah. said you were happy about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have this sinking feeling that this may be the high point of the season. I don't know if we're going to see two games over 500 the rest of the year. The schedule gets tougher now and, and we're hitting some injuries. But I'll ride with it. So far, so good. Um, my stupid coach move of the, of the week has to go to John Harbaugh going for it on fourth and two with four minutes, fourth and yep. goal from the two with four minutes left. Yep. That was, that was ridiculous. I don't know. Yep. I, I know what his explanation, but it doesn't make any sense. What did he say? They wouldn't be able to stop. A, you know, he said Allen. that if, if they kick, if they kick the field goal, then that means when Buffalo gets the ball back and drives that they're now in a situation where they, where they have four downs instead of three, because they're going to go for it on fourth down every time. Uh, which, no, I, which is stupid because first of all, if, if they get in field goal range, they're not going to go for it on fourth no. down. They're going to kick the field goal to tie. Yeah, yeah. So no, it, that was just, ridiculous. Sometimes I think coaches try to come up with something just to justify these stupid moves. Yeah. Um, one one thing I wanted to bring up that was um, I found interesting this week, and and I I admit saying this that I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of schmaltzy sometimes with certain things with fathers and sons and that kind of stuff. Uh, Dennis Eckersley was talking to Dave O'Brien, and they're talking about Eckersley retiring. You know, tomorrow's the last game. And Dave O'Brien said that the Red Sox wanted to do something on the field, and and Eck said, "No, I wanted I wanted no part of that." And, and Eckersley said, "You know," he says, "Tell you the truth, as a player, he said the perfect way I think to retire is you play your last game. When the game ends, your father comes out of the stands, walks onto the field, comes over to you, takes the ball away, puts his arm over his, your shoulder, and says, "Let's go home, son." I thought that was really cool. Well, okay, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, throw it over to Perry. Well, he's talking to the library. No, uh, not yet. (laughs) We're trying to find out here if the Mets are going to start. Yes, they are at least going to start the game. So, yeah, Yeah, I think they'll play. If it's just light, if it's sprinkling Um, or misting, they'll play. 
but uh, yeah, it's beautiful here in the mid in the Midwest. It's 70, 77 degrees here in in Iowa's capital uh, on a Tuesday afternoon, which is a bit above normal. But I don't think too many people are complaining about it this time. When it's winter and place te- times like that, they don't complain about it. When it's when the normal high is eighty five, then they start to get a little annoyed. But uh, mm-hmm. the uh, baseball season is coming to a close. Iowa and Iowa State both lost this weekend um, in a game that Iowa State uh, probably should have won because they missed three very short field goals. Um, Iowa lost to Michigan. I don't think people maybe thought they were going to beat Michigan, but I think they thought they could keep it close. And 27 to 14, I guess, isn't horrible, but certainly not great. Not what the fans would like to see. But. We'll see what happens, and we may indeed have that Aaron Judge breaking news during the show, and we will let you know if we do. So with that, Bill, um, the Colts, uh, not good good news for you. Not good. They're going going like the Giants. Well, the Giants are 3-1. and The Colts are 1-3 and and what is one, it? Two and one. One, one, two, two and, and one. one. Might as well be one yeah. and three because they'll probably <laughs> get the job done this week at Denver. I don't know what the problem is here. Obviously, something's missing, but a, a quarterback, unfortunately, can't put the ball on the field 12 times and leave it and fumble that many times. There's There's some real issues. I don't know what it is but we saw it last year with jacksonville and it hasn't improved since or those last two games so we shall see what we shall see i was in an interesting position this morning you know you usually read about somebody passing away later but i was on the air live when loretta lynn's oh yeah news broke. yeah so yeah well i'm sure on your show saturday and also on pam's show on friday night there'll be a lot of loretta lynn uh, requested and so forth so. 90 years old she lived a good life you can't complain about that but she did it. she's 19 she... years older than crystal gale because we looked it up on miss a yeah she's 71 is she uh, 71 she still... but yeah yeah but that was interesting at the time she's been in ill health i think for the past few years yeah but, but still, she's uh, definitely a country music hall of famer, and there's no, oh, yeah. oh, most definitely, no question yeah. or doubt about there that. She's already in, and she oh, certainly yeah. is classic is. country. Oh yeah, there was no yes, doubt about <laughs> her position, yeah. and she didn't apologize for it, you know. But no. she she was who she was. And she was awful good to a lot of her musician friends. And she was there with Conway Twitty when he passed away and her husband who had died the year before. So the month before. So, you know, she was one of those one of those icons we lose that we don't want to lose. Fortunately, we don't have to lose this one. Here is Robert speaking of icons. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you, Bill. Uh, checks, Robert, checks in the mail? Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Chase Elliott won the NASCAR race this weekend, so he's the first playoff participant to actually win a race since the playoffs started. So, um, And they have one more race before they make their uh, next cutdown, so we'll see what happens next week. Other than that, weather is beautiful here. It's in the 80s. Uh, I didn't have any boxing at all this last weekend, but boxing picks back up this weekend, so I'll be dealing with that on Saturday. 
Uh, and of course, as Chris said, hockey starts. My team starts on Friday, so I'll, I'll be paying attention to that. Uh, luckily, the game is early, so I won't miss too much baseball. Um, and uh, the Warriors will be starting up here real soon. So I, I watched a couple of their games that they played in Japan. And, uh, they looked okay for preseason games, so not much going on here. Let's go to Austin, Texas, and turn over to the man that knows a lot. Sean, go ahead there. Well, Bill stole my thunder on Loretta Lynn, but, yeah, definitely a legend. But also, as I said, 10-4, good buddy. You know, since you got to honor – today's the day to honor those truckers. You know, they picked 10-4, obviously, because uh, everything we have in our house is because of those truckers. Everything you have, you got to thank those truckers because they get, it, they get it to you. It's also Texas OU weekend here, so Friday all day for all the way up I-35 north, you're going to see a traffic jams from – from Austin North and then from Oklahoma City South, because whichever way you're going to Dallas, the other side of the road will be a lot emptier. But so we got that. The State Fair started, and that's the biggest state, the biggest weekend in the State Fair. About couple hundred thousand people, but you know, not a whole lot going on here. But if there's anything going on with you, of course, if you're listening throughout the week and those of you listening on the podcast, we are here at 4 p.m. and you want to make a comment, 800-693-0595, option number two, and say it's for Sports Lounge or Sports Lounge at allthingsradio.net. Or come on in here on the Zoom room, as we said, 646-876-9923 and then 287 287- Seven two three forty six hundred. Hit pound key twice if you're on the phone and if you're on the computer and all. You know the iPhone. There's all the commands on how to raise your hand and all that. The Alt Y and the Alt A and then on Alt Y unmutes and Alt Alt Y raise your hand. Alt A unmutes on the computer and on the more key and everything on the phone. But come on in. We'd love to hear from you whether you're live or whether you're on tape. But speaking of live, let's go live to last week's football. Okay? All right. Well, we started out with um, the game. That that I think everybody's been talking about. And not so much that it was a, that close a game. As a matter of fact, the second week in a row, there was a 12-point difference at the end of the game. But Cincinnati beat Miami 27-15, to but the big story was Tua. Uh, Tua got injured in the second quarter. He was down on the field for about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. They got him off on a, on a backboard. He once again hit the back of his head on the ground. This time they did verify that it was a head injury. They uh, took him to the hospital in Cincinnati. He did fly back with the Dolphins. They weren't sure if he would, you know, coming out of there, but he did go back to Miami, but they have already declared him out for this coming week. So the controversy is, you know, and he was playing well. I mean, he was doing okay before that. So, well, you know, it was, he he was moving the team and they were right in the game and, and, uh, a bit after, but I, my, my thing is I, everybody's second guessing here and, you know, and I don't know the information. We listen to a lot of stuff about it, but you know, I, I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'll go let you go in a second. All I'm saying is, you know, these doctors know a lot more about it than I do. They, they, you know, they did get rid of the one doctor, and that is because they're they're co-appointees of the players' association and the owners. So in the team, so the team or the or the players' association can get rid of that doctor. That's you know as may be. Um, but the guy seemed to be functioning. I don't know. I th- I think to come to play that second game, it was a little tough because it was four days. But on the other hand, he was doing well. Go ahead, Sean. And Tua said, though, well, that he did. his injury in week three, Tua said that that was a back injury, not a head injury. So, yeah. you know, he you, you kind of have to listen to him a little bit. 
Well, you listen a little bit, but sometimes when you like, I listen to some people that were talking about concussion protocol, some players and even some other athletes and other people. And like they said, you could look at his arms and they were questioning even the stuff in week three on Thursday. Well, well, no, but even on Sunday, you look at the way his legs were. When he came back in, you could see he was a little wobbly. Yes, they won that game, but how was, and when you, sometimes when you get a concussion, you're more prone to get a second concussion within the next 10 to 14 days. Believe me, I, I you know, and that, if you're anytime, I believe me, I've been around it, like I said, with my dad being a high school football coach, and they've had to deal with it. I mean, yeah, he, now, uh, the I mean, you can, you can question, you can question whether he came back, should have come back in the Sunday game. I mean, he definitely, I mean, whether he was or not, even the back injury, I mean, even the back, why would, you know, it's three, four days. Why would you risk it? And there were people calling on it even before last Thursday's game. And I, like I said, yeah, none of us could see it, but just based on descriptions of everything I heard from a lot of people, and now people were afraid to say it, but, and sometimes, you have to step in and say no because sometimes you're not in your, you know, you go, oh, I can keep going, I can keep going. Well, can you really? Go ahead, Robert. I have to deal with this on a regular basis because of boxing. Uh, we deal with a lot of this with, with boxers. Well, why did they stop the fight? Well, it's because he was taking too many shots. You have to be mindful. You only have one brain. You know, you can have surgery and get things fixed, but you only have one brain. You got to be very careful with your brain. Now, I did, I did read or hear that the NFL and Players Association have agreed to uh, make changes in the protocol, but yeah. I don't know exactly what those are supposed to be. They will, Robert. They they will decide that by the end of the week. Oh, they haven't decided. That's no, why we don't be know. Decided. Well, they need because to decide. I think they still, need to come into effect invest- by Thursday, correct? The reason, the reason that they'll decide by the end of the week is they're still investigating totally the, the Tua situation. Yeah. So are they, are they, don't they have to be done by Thursday? Because they do the not. Whole no, they do, the same, no, they right? do not. They can be done no. whenever they are. No. So they're yeah. saying by the yeah. end of the week. Okay. okay. Um, but no, in boxing, I, we do with this on a regular basis because, you know, uh, you're in that sport, you're dealing with actually getting punches and taking shots in football oh, yeah. the same way. The when, when the quarterback is sacked, you know, you've got to be mindful of what happens to your head. And if your head gets slammed on the turf, uh, it's a very good idea that you get yeah. checked out. And I, I thought the Dolphins were wrong for allowing him to play four days apart like that. And yeah. I'm hoping that in the future that if you're scheduled to play on a Thursday after you've been hurt on a Sunday that you're not allowed to play in a protocol. They might say, you know, you can't play within six or seven days of, of the, a concussion. And, and the Dolphins did. That doctor did clear him. Now, that doctor was fired. But this all, you know, it always goes back to the Dolphins. You had the Brian Flores stuff. You had all this. I, I don't think they're going to suspend the owner over this. But well, the team, I wonder, no, no. Yeah, the, one that the, fire, the one that was fired was the eval- Evaluator from well, the protocol, the, the one who cleared right. he's the end, team he's, Hold on, hold on. No. He's the independent doctor that was fired that the right. NFL and the PA yeah. uh, had to select, and they both agreed to fire the guy. Right. But what I'm saying yeah, is and the team both, doctor cleared him to play. Right. Yeah, team doctor did, and the coach, you know, and the coach. Is there going to be? Is the team doctor well, going to get some? No, the coach. Any coach 
if you tell somebody that they can play, they're, they're going to be happy. You know, they're not going to argue with the doctor. As Belichick said the other day, very eloquently, I'm not a doctor. So, you know, well, uh, you know, that, that, that exactly. they're just going to go with what the team doctor said. Keep, keep one thing in mind. Stephen Ross is already suspended. So oh, he, yeah. has, he has nothing to do with what's going on but the here. Team, but the team doctor, I wonder if there's going to be stuff with the team doctor going on. But anyway, yeah. that's, we've, we've beat this pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, yeah, we're, it was a good game. It's we're, getting good. Yeah. yeah. 27-15. Oh. Yeah, well, the the bank, they, and, and again, Bridgewater moved them a little bit. But then after that, they just bogged down. and the, the Bengals tightened up, and that was it. I mean, it really was a different. Tua had them right in the game, and it was anybody's game when Tua left the game. So that's all I can say is he played well when mm-hmm. he played on Thursday. He that I'm going to maintain. Yeah. All right, so we go on to Minnesota beating New Orleans in London, twenty-eight to twenty-five, and and uh, we had a double doink with Will Lutz hit the hit the crossbar and the and the uh, right left upright and the crossbar and from sixty-one yards, and that was after you know the <laughs> with the Vikings. I was listening. To, I didn't listen to the Saints. I listened to the Vikings. They were saying the the Saints are trying to give the Vikings this game, and the Vikings just won't take it because yeah. the Saints were committing all kinds of penalties and they weren't oh, playing yeah. well, and the Vikings were not playing great either. So it was just well, one of those you know, games. I didn't, even hear, I didn't even hear the Vikings on uh, Sirius XM on Sunday. On the, uh, they yeah. might have been on the on the app, but I didn't hear them on the radio part. Uh, of it. They, and they all and I listen. Oh, I don't know. I, I I listened to the British version of that broadcast on on Talksport Two, and and they even said, uh, "What's happening with New Orleans? Are they are they trying to give the game away?" You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. New Orleans is struggling this year. Atlanta beat Cleveland twenty three twenty. Young Way Koo hit the game winner, and this was after the Browns had to come from I think ten nothing behind to get back, tie it up, but they never could get over the top. And uh, and but but they were missing. See, I didn't know when I picked the game they were missing Miles Garrett and uh, and uh, Clowney. Both were out of the game, so that that's oh, Gary, you know, Gary, we, we said last week. Was a car accident. So. Yeah, we yeah, said that was like yeah. Monday, I think. Hold yeah. on, Greg, go ahead, Rick. No, I just I just said we mentioned last week about the car accident. Was, yeah, I'd yeah. forgotten about that. Yeah. yeah. And then so, but, uh, you know, the Browns are, are uh, back to two and two, and the Falcons are uh, at two and two as well. Yep. Dallas beat Washington yep. 25 to 10. That was kind of pedestrian. There wasn't much uh, to that game. Although no. it does mean that uh, Russia's the f- first one to go 0 and 4, 4 and 0, starting with the Cowboys uh, in, in his yep. first four starts. So that's pretty cool. And he, he actually yep. might play again this week because. Uh, uh, Jared Jer- said he is. Jared said, oh, there's not going to be any chance at, uh, you know, right there. That thumbs bad. That's not coming in. It's going to be Cooper. He said, here's the problem. Here's the problem. He said he, they won't rule him out, Jerry said, but he also said that he can't grip the football. Yeah, he can't grip right. the football. Yeah. Okay. Go listen to that on the fan every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Central. If you want to get entertained, go listen oh, to yeah. that. Yeah. Well, who, who, who says uh, holding the, you know, this is Jerry's expertise. Who says holding the football is important? Yeah. Detroit yeah. beats Seattle 48 to 45 in an arena football game in, in the Detroit. I was. And, Basically, I mean, Detroit, and now we find they have scored the most points and allowed the most points so far in the season. And David USF said the 2000 Rams did that, but they they ended up 10 and 6. And because I, I looked them up, it was not easy to find because they had some strange things in the. And I couldn't really remember how the divisions were in 2000. I was trying to find out. Anyway, they played the Saints in a first round playoff game and lost. But right. uh, they did make the playoffs. They were 10 and 6. I don't know if they were the wild card or the division winner or how that worked. But, um, you know, they. Because I think that was. You know, but there's a time in there between like 99 and 2001 that we had some weird setups of the divisions. But uh, anyway, but yeah. the thing is, the Lions, they can score points, but uh, they allow them, boy. Oh, they yeah. scored. They scored scored 45 without 
Swift and without St. Brown, their two best offensive players. Right. Yeah. But their, right. Defense, yeah. their defense is so bad. Seattle averaged eight and a half yards a play in that game. <laughs> Even the Patriots will move the ball against them on Sunday, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. Detroit, uh, Tennessee beat the Colts 24-17. to Again, Ryan had to bring them from behind. He got them back there, but then once again, they fell behind. And I don't know. I know, Bill, you've already kind of talked about it. Anybody else want to talk about this Colt game? No. We'll see the Colts again on Thursday night. But we're in that schedule. Uh, I think Ryan has to start going to his YBC. I mean, he's had four touchdown passes in the two last two weeks, and they've all been to two different tight ends. It's yeah, and that and Jonathan Taylor is is questionable for Thursday night. Oops, that's not good. No, okay. Uh, the Giants beat the Bears twenty to twelve, and kind of the kind of game I expected. The nobody, no, no great offenses here. What's the story with Daniel Jones? Now he ran two in, but then he got hurt. So how bad is yeah. his injury? He right? has he has much like Matt Jones. He has a left ankle sprain, and his backup has a concussion. Um, but uh, I don't think the sprain's as bad as Matt Jones. I don't know if they're not saying whether it's just an ankle sprain or a high ankle sprain. But that I'm getting the idea he's going to play Sunday. But I, and, I, they, I don't and they're working. They worked on another quarterback today. One that was on the roster last year, Rick. I don't know who that was. But, was it, it's not uh, Davis Webb. Uh, no, somebody Davis else. Webb was the guy from preseason who did very yeah, well. That, I assumed but, he was yeah. going to be the backup. That, there was somebody guess. they had last year, but I, it wasn't Davis Webb. So Tyrod Taylor ended up with a concussion during the yeah. game? Yeah, and I, I think they've already said that he's probably not going to even go to London. Okay. Oh, that's right. They have yeah. to make early decisions because they have to go yeah. to London. So that's, yeah. that's not an easy uh, thing for the Giants. Right. Uh, okay, so uh, the two rushing touchdowns, but that's not surprising from him. He can run, but he doesn't yeah. <laughs> throw very often very well. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia oh, beat... No receivers. I mean, now. Oh, that's true. Um, uh, what's his name? Kenneth Shepard. No. Galladay. Galladay. Yeah. He, he's got a knee injury now. Shepard's, Shepard's out for the year. Uh, Tony hasn't played all year. The number one pick, Wondell Robinson, hasn't played all year. He's throwing to guys like David Sills and. Yeah. And Ricky James, and you know it's <laughs> it's rough. This is why you're talking about this being the high part of, yes, point of the yeah. year, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Philadelphia yeah. beat Jacksonville twenty nine twenty one. Then Jacksonville got right out front fourteen to nothing. But the Eagles, you know, you know, assumed control and and got themselves back in the game. Uh, uh, Sanders ran in a couple, and uh, you know they basically hurts the did his job, and uh, you know they they were pretty good. Um, it was kind of it was kind of funny at one point they were down and. Uh, Philly was going to go for it, and Merrill Reese said, I think they ought to take the three points right before halftime, and they went for it, and they ended up scoring. He said, well, that's why I'm up here, and they're not. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. The Jets beat the Steelers 24-20, to and, uh, you know, um, Zach Wilson came back, and then uh, and Kenny Pickett came in, and he had two rushing touchdowns, so he did move the offense. And now but, he's uh, a starting – and going forward, he's it. He's a starting quarterback. Yeah, he should be. Should be. Yeah. And he had two rushing touchdowns, but he also had three interceptions. <laughs> well, typical rookie quarterback, I guess. But uh, you know, they they uh, the Jets have got two two wins, and uh, you know they're yeah, I don't know. But the Steelers are not good. I don't know even no. putting Pickett in that that's going to make it better, but that's not going to help a whole lot. Uh, Buffalo beat Baltimore twenty three to twenty, and you've already talked about the weird coaching move where he he didn't take a you know game leading field goal when it's right there with four another one with Harbaugh. Yeah, another no. one with Harbaugh. He should have yeah. kicked the field goal. Yep, no. that's right. And, and Buffalo was down twenty to three. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. big comeback for the. So Bills. if you so if you Bills. miss that game and you and you do enjoy listening to games over Sports USA will replay that at some point um, during the week. You just have to tell your device to play Sports USA Radio, and uh, you'll be able to listen to. It. We just don't know what times they do it, but um, 
check from time to time, and it was a good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and found it Friday afternoon at, at 6 Eastern. That's when I found it. Okay. Up, in, up until PM. Sunday, yeah. the, um, the Bills had been 0-7 in their last one-position games. Last seven one-position wow. games. Mm. Okay. Chargers beat Houston 34-24. I didn't really listen to too much of that game. Yeah, I didn't did either. What about it, Sean? It was kind of, well, Houston would just get there, and then the Chargers would jump ahead, and then towards the end, Houston just kind of, you know, I mean, Houston was really didn't have the lead. It was, you know, pretty much Chargers in charge uh, of it, but Houston would almost get there, but not, you know, and, you know, yeah. but Lovey Smith, he likes Davis Mills as quarterback. He's still, yeah. Austin mm-hmm. Eckler finally had a game that scored three touchdowns. He'd been missing. Yep. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Arizona beat Carolina 26 to 16. I was surprised at this one. I picked Carolina. I thought being home and, and the Cardinals weren't that good. Oh. And not the Panthers are great, but I just figured the home team of two crummy teams usually wins. But I, again, I was paying so much attention to the Patriots game. I don't know a whole lot about what happened on that. Matt, one. And now they're starting Matt to wonder, Rule. is there going to be a quarterback controversy in Carolina? Yeah. 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 I, I, and I, I Matt Rule. No, I, just, I thought Mayfield was a big improvement over Donald, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah, yeah and they're playing, they're paying Rule, Donald a lot of money. They're paying them both a lot of money, I guess. Yeah. What about Matt Rule, Sean? Matt Rule, Matt Rule is probably on his way back to college yeah. if yep. they keep. I don't know if he'll make it the whole season, but he will have his pick of college jobs and he will. And he, and he, apparently, soon, so. the rumor the rumor is that he's already reached out to Trev Alberts about the, the Nebraska AD about the Nebraska job. Yep. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Okay. Yeah. Green Bay again, uh, beat the Patriots 27, 24 in overtime. And again, the Patriots overachieved. I actually was expecting that they, it was, I thought that was kind of a high number. The way the Packers have been kind of off, off and on with their offense. And they really, the passing game hasn't gotten going. The running game isn't much better. And uh, they, the Patriots were getting like nine points. And I kind of thought, I was telling Rick, I thought something like 21-13 would have been kind of expected. But then when you lose Hoyer, but you still get to 27-24, that's pretty good. I, I haven't been that happy about a Patriots loss in a long time. I'm not Again, as I said, I'm not saying they're going to the playoffs or anything like that, but maybe they can be interesting and win a few you games. Know, you know it's pretty good. You know it's pretty good when even Wayne Larrabee said, you know, for a loss, he said, boy, you got, he said, most people, when you hear Bailey Zappi would say who, but he said, yeah. man, do you have to be happy with the way he played? Yeah. And we'll see again, Hoyer's got to be evaluated before they know who's, you know, we'll see what they do in practice uh, starting tomorrow, but he's got to be evaluated because he went out on concussion. So we'll see what they do with him. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders beat Denver 32, 23. And what do you got to say about that, Robert? Well, uh, I'm glad that we finally got a win and our running game basically took over the game. Uh, Josh Jacobs rushed for 144 yards and 28 carries, and we had over 200 yards on the ground. We didn't depend on our wide receivers and tight ends to do things. And, uh, you know, McDaniels needs to learn. Yes, pa- having a passing offense is good, but you've got to have a balanced offense. And finally, we had a balanced offense where we, we could actually make the other team's defense stay on the field and wear them down, and that's what we needed to do. But our our 
our success is going to be very short-lived because we go to Arrowhead on Monday night, and <laughs> I don't need to tell you how good Kansas City is. So. No, because Kansas City beat Tampa oh. Bay 41-31, and this was one of the uh, ten-point game, but there oh. was, it, it no really wasn't that. It really that wasn't game. that close. No, no. no. Tom no. had other things on his mind. You know, he's getting a divorce lawyer, him and Giselle yeah. now, so he wasn't well, really he, in the game. He played all right, but he's got no receivers. You know, I mean, and, and Brake got hurt. He went into a concussion protocol. He's one of his yeah. big receivers. Yeah. So you know, they moved the ball and all that stuff, but Kansas City knew yeah. if they needed something, they could get it. It wasn't ever really in doubt about that yeah, game at all. When you fumble, fumble away the opening kickoff against Kansas City, you just shoot yourself <laughs> asking for trouble. Yeah. And then uh, San Francisco beat the Rams 24-9. to I was surprised. I, I thought... Wow. Uh, you know, I, I did not think... I, I mean, you know San Francisco generally plays pretty well against the Rams, but I did not think they would lose. They won eight in a row against the Rams, yeah. I think it is, Perry. In now. regular season. Yeah. 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 Regular season, yeah. yeah. They've got, lost yeah. the playoff game. Yeah. But twenty four to nine, and, and uh, but the oh, thing the thing is that you know with the twenty four to nine they have played very well. Then they have two home games, granted, but the two games they won are in the division. So you know everybody in that division, as you'll hear in the standings, where you get to them in a minute, is two and two. But they won two games against Seattle and the Rams, and uh, you know divisional records is important. So if this is going to be a big fight down the down the stretch, they have those uh, going for them. That's but right. uh, anyway, and Samuels, I guess, made quite a play there. And oh, he, he did. Yes, yep. he did. And I and I don't know what uh, I don't know what Jalen Ramsey was thinking about on that play. Uh, he he looked completely like lost. He, he didn't know what he was supposed to do. Almost, it's like <laughs> the guy was one on one against him, and Samuels just took him to school. And you're not yeah. supposed to do that against an all pro like that. And then we had a, a best of the NFL all time uh, moment to put with the uh, Mike Curtis moment from 1971 with Bobby Wagner, and of course that meant Kevin Harlan was there to call it and everything. Yeah. So we'll have to yeah. see if we can hear the Kevin Harlan call sometime. But yeah. I'm sure he did an excellent job. But uh, Bobby Wagner was there, cool. that guy. And it was a protester, and he was protesting something about animal rights, and it was about chickens. I don't think it was quite, I think it was, like I said, the abuse of chickens and farms and stuff. And do these protesters sit and look at the schedule of the game and see, okay, where is Kevin broadcasting? I want him to do play by Well, I think more than that, I think more than that, it's like, oh, this is a Monday night football game. Lots of people watch, so we can make a big point. Yeah. Yep. But the one ha- the one happened at the Minnesota Memphis game in the NBA, and they found and Kevin just happened to be there also. Yeah. And then of course the stre- the streaker was the Super Bowl, and that's so but they that's what I said they they all look and say, hey, Kevin can do my play by play. Yeah. <laughs> Nike Black Cat at Giant Stadium. Looked at the yeah, stadium. that's right. He did the Black yeah. Cat. Yeah, the cat. Yeah, that was the Tuesday game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have the NFL standings, and then we can do some news and notes if we have any more. But we talked about a lot of the news and notes already. What? And the schedule. And the schedule, of course. Yeah. Yep. So Miami's three and one, Buffalo three and one, the Jets are two and two, the Patriots one and three. In the north, in the AFC, we have Baltimore two and two, Cincinnati two and two, Cleveland two and two, and the Steelers are one and three. In the AFC South, Jacksonville two and two, Tennessee two and two, Indianapolis one, two and one, Houston O oh, three and one, the only winless team. In the AFC West, Kansas City three and one, Denver two and two, the Chargers two and two, and the Raiders one and three. NFC East, the Eagles four and zero, the only undefeated team. Dallas three and one, the Giants three and one, Washington one and three. NFC North, Green Bay three and one, Minnesota three and one, Chicago two and two, Detroit one and three. NFC South, Atlanta two and two, um, Tampa Bay two and two, Carolina uh, one and three, and New Orleans one and three. 
And in the West, everybody's two and two. San Francisco, because they won those division games, they are first. Miss A will tell you, she, she actually will help you with tiebreakers when teams are tied. And she will tell you that they're two and two and in first. Arizona, two and two. The Rams, two and two. And Seattle, two and two. In our contest, Perry is doing very well. Now, nobody had any combined scores. You remember you get three points. Uh, you get one point for a win normally, but you get three points if you get the wrong team, but the combined score, five points for combined score. Nobody's got that. But Perry's combined score earlier has him with a little cushion here. He's got 44. Rick and David USF have 37. I've got 36. Jerry has 35. Uh, Pierre has 33. Jamal has 32. Robert has 31. Uh, Al and Sean both have Al from Cleveland and Sean both have 29. Uh, uh, King uh, Dale is 26. Allie is 16. Lionel is uh, 15, I think it is. And Laurie is 11. So that's the story. We have a couple of people in jeopardy of falling out of the contest too, but uh, that's up to them. One is is almost out and people have missed, you know, games, but anyway, all right, I got the schedule here. So starting with Thursday night, all times Eastern, Indianapolis at Denver, 8.15 p.m., and, of course, that's on Amazon Prime Video. Sunday, October 9th, we have the Giants versus Green Bay, 9.30 a.m. on NFL Network from London. Pittsburgh at, and they're, they're using all the different, that that was the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium that they were playing at the other day. I love, that's one of my favorite uh, teams. Yeah, and this, is a, this is the first time Green Bay's played in England. It's the last team to do it. Uh, yeah. You know, all oh. 32 teams have played. And it's also, I heard today, which is kind of surprising, it's the first time in any of these games in England where both teams had a winning record. Yes. Wow. Mm. Oh, wow. Giants have been over. This is about the third time for them, isn't it? Third or fourth, yeah. Yeah. Third or fourth, yeah. Pittsburgh at Buffalo, 1 p.m. on CBS. The Chargers are at Cleveland, 1 p.m. on CBS. Chicago at Minnesota, 1 p.m. on Fox. Of course, they're tied for first, right? Uh, you know, Green Bay is. I'm oh. sorry. Chicago's yeah. a game behind. Chicago at Minnesota, 1 p.m. on Fox. Detroit at New England, 1 p.m. on Fox. So that's a, yeah, that would be a Fox game. That's right. Detroit's on the road. But we yeah. do have some flip-flops here. Seattle at New Orleans, 1 p.m. on Fox. Miami at the Jets, 1 p.m. on CBS. Atlanta at Tampa Bay, 1 p.m. on Fox. Tennessee at Washington, 1 p.m. on CBS. Uh, We have Houston at Jacksonville, 1 p.m. on CBS. We have San Francisco at Carolina, 4 or 5 p.m. on CBS. There's a flip-flop game there. We have, uh, so that means Fox has a doubleheader. Dallas at the Rams, 425 p.m. on Fox. That will be your big national late game. Philadelphia at Arizona, 425 p.m. on Fox. We have Cincinnati at Baltimore. That should be a good one, 820 p.m. on NBC. And going into the holiday weekend, you know, uh, Monday's a holiday for many. And Monday night we have Las Vegas at Kansas City, the uh, renewal of the Chiefs-Raiders rivalry, 815 on ESPN. So there you go with the schedule. And, uh, you know, some, some good games there. Um, yeah, I just wish that second week in a row that I hate when they do nine 1 o'clock games and only three 4 o'clock games. I wish it yeah. even out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and then the other week, two weeks ago, there were too many 4 o'clock games. Like five yeah. of them, that's kind of too many for me yeah. as far as I'm concerned. So anyway, let's see. We've gone through a lot of these notes, and I got to read through here. To so actually, Perry, if you have any reports, if you want to hit us with some baseball for the moment, while I read through, we've already talked about Tua and you know a couple of the other things. So um, well, there has there's been no Aaron Judge homer yet. Been a, okay, oh. and what about the Mets? Do we have anything on them yet? Uh, we'll check on that here in a second. Uh, All right, they're we still playing. The, uh, Another playing. We did have the Seattle-Detroit game last weekend. was one of those NFL score-gommies. There had never been yeah. a final score on 48-45 before. Oh, okay. The Mets right, are I tied did. with the Nationals 0-0 zero to zero in the bottom of the second. Okay. okay. 
Aaron Rodgers with 500 passing uh, touchdowns altogether combined playoffs and regular season. Those ahead are Favre, uh, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and Tom Brady. Uh, Travis Kelsey, that is, is the fifth most receiving yards for any tight end of all time already. He just passed Gronk for, for that spot. And, and he's got about 9,300 yards or so. And uh, the, in, uh, ahead of him are Shannon Sharp, uh, Antonio Gates, uh, Jason Witten, and on top is uh, is Tony Gonzalez with about 15,127 yards. Uh, and Shavante Williams is out for the rest of the season for Denver as a running back. He tore it both his ACL and his MCL, so that's not a good thing. LCL, I think. LCL? ACL okay. and L- LCL. Yeah. ACL and LCL. What's the LCL? Lower? Lateral. Lateral. The third word is ligament. Yeah, so maybe it's like there's a lateral low and a high or something. Uh, anyway, so that is not good. So anyway, that is, I and think, Cord- it for the NFL. Unless Cordell Patterson has, has been put on IR. He'll miss at least four games of running back for the Falcons. Okay. Randy Gregory was also put on IR for the Broncos. Yeah, he's having surgery. going to miss yeah. four games. Yeah. Okay. All right. So and, while we're we up, can... and while we're updating, the Yankees are leading the Rangers 5-4 to four on the top of the night, but still no home run. Okay. And uh, so, uh, all right. They do, play, they do play a doubleheader, so he'll get another shot tonight. Yeah. And the and the okay. Mets, of course, are in the middle. They're, they're in the first of a doubleheader as well. Right. Yep. And again, the Mets uh, still are in contention, uh, even though the magic number is one, but they're still in contention for their division. So that's why we're keeping an eye on the Mets game. Right. And we're only watching the Yankees because of Judge, because they're all locked in. And we'll go over the seedings that we have so far and the potential. Uh, and we'll also talk about last year's, uh, I mean, our April picks and see how, how it sounds like look. after last night in the AL. Anyway, things are pretty well set. Toronto's got second uh, second seed now for sure, but Tampa Bay and Seattle uh, that's not quite settled. But uh, you know, yeah. there's I think a magic number of, depending on the tiebreaker, it's either one or two for uh, Seattle to get that uh, second wild card and go to Toronto. So and Seattle uh, playing a doubleheader today too, which is they are. So. They are. Okay, so we have college football. Unless there's any more NFL, anybody got nope. any NFL? No. Nope. All right, Alabama beat Arkansas, forty-nine uh, twenty-six. That was at Arkansas. I thought that Georgia... might be a little closer than that. Mm-hmm. I did too. I was yeah. surprised. Georgia beat Missouri, twenty-six twenty-two, and uh, I, I thought guess... that would not be as close. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> No, Missouri is one of the answers to, like, uh, yeah, they're the Nebraska, Rutgers, uh, BC, those kind of teams in that conference. So you're kind of surprised when they make a game like that close. Ohio State beat Rutgers 49-10. That wasn't close. Nope. Michigan beat Iowa 27-14. So basically, um, Iowa, did the defense play, uh, you know, I mean, that's a tough offense. They suppose they held in there, but, you know. Yeah, the defense did. There's all sorts of pressure on this Iowa defense because, frankly, their offense is terrible. Yeah. Okay. Clemson beat NC State 30-20. to We had USC over Arizona State 42-25. Oklahoma State beat Baylor 36-25. We had yeah. Mississippi over Kentucky 23-19. Sound like that a good was game, a, Barry. That was yeah, a really was a good game. Yeah, it was. And, that, yeah. and of course, uh, you did get cut in a couple times with Aaron Judge at bats. But other than that, yes, it was a fantastic game. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, ESPN knows when they hire Sean that he's going to say what he thinks, and they just have That's to right. deal with it, you know. Uh, Penn State over Northwestern, uh, 17-7. sounds like Penn State sort of sleepwalked through that game. I don't know. They did. They did. Uh, yeah, I didn't pay attention. Yeah. I don't know if it was raining or what could have been, you know, uh, but because uh, we were supposed no, to have I think some the, rain. No, I think the weather was okay. 
Yeah, they just yeah, it was fun. Well, they were looking ahead because I think we got a big game for that. Yeah, they're playing Michigan this week, I think, aren't they? Yep, that's a big game. So. Oh yeah, they are playing Michigan. I yeah, think. so we'll yeah. talk about those in a little while. Uh, Utah beat mm-hmm. Oregon State forty-two sixteen. Oregon beat Stanford uh, forty-five twenty-seven. Uh, Wake Forest beat Florida State thirty-one twenty-one. People are getting a little excited about play- Wake Florida State again, but I think they, you know, after Wake Forest lost to Clemson, they they played Clemson very close. So you know, there was no disgrace losing to Clemson. So they came bouncing back, and that was down in in Tallahassee too. So that was pretty good. Uh, BYU beat Utah State thirty-eight twenty-six. Uh, TCU beat Oklahoma fifty-five twenty-four. When is the last time Oklahoma got banged like that, Sean? Sean. Hold on, I'm, I was I was muted for a second. I was checking, but yeah, I was checking. But Oklahoma has not got banged around like that long time. It's been a while, but was- yeah, yeah. And I guess they were there were some people saying I, I just went by a sports show and they said, "Wow, watching that game, trying to see if if uh, TCU would get to 62 before Ann Judge did." <laughs> um, UCLA all over Washington. I listened to some of that. Uh, well, actually, well, 40-32, but it sounded like uh, they really Washington was out of it early in the second half. So yeah, I think they, they kind of made a game of it. Um, Kansas got in the top 25, and we have Kansas and Kansas State in the top 25. I don't know if that's ever happened in the state, the history of the state of nope. Kansas, but Kansas beat Iowa State 14-11. Uh, so you say there were some missed field goals there? Huh, Three of them by Iowa State, and then wow. they weren't, and they were not. You know, you, when you hear, oh, it's a 60 yarder. No, these were not. These were not long misses. Yeah, that's well, too bad. Kansas State over Tech, uh, Texas Tech, 37-28. We have Syracuse over Wagner, 59 to nothing. They get in. Uh, we always do our top 25 scores, and they're now in the top 25, and we're going to tell you why in a minute because they kind of replaced their uh, their conference rival there because uh, uh, Pitt Law. Uh, Mississippi State would be Texas A&M, 42-24. What's up with that, Perry? That game was not really even that close. I mean, it was Mississippi State was in control of it the whole way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cincinnati beat Tulsa, 31-21. LSU beat Auburn. Auburn's not good this year, twenty-one seventeen. But no, Georgia I think Tech most. Beat- people, I think most people think that there, whether it happens during the season or at the end, there will be a, this year. There will be a coaching change at Auburn. Mm-hmm. And Georgia Tech beat Pitt. That that's another. You know, that's like if if you know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, BC beats uh, Georgia Tech's down there in the BC realm in that conference, and Georgia Tech beat Pitt twenty six twenty one. So uh, you know, it was at Tech. I know that, but still, uh, you know that. Well, and they had, they had an. It was their interim head. Oops. Interim head coach, I guess. We kind of lost Sean there for a second. He's kind of coming and going. I just said it was, but, just said it was interim head coach. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so, and that was at what they call historic Grant Field. So there you go. Uh, yeah. BC beat Louisville, as I said, 34 33. Didn't expect that one. Um, Louisville, and I bet their coach might be in some trouble. They're 0 3 in the ACC so far, and I think they expected to do better. They've lost to BC and Syracuse. They still got a, they're going to still have to play Clemson and NC State and, you know, uh, Wake Forest and stuff. Uh, Purdue beat Minnesota 20 to 10. Uh, Illinois beat Wisconsin 34 to 10. And after that, their coach was fired. That, uh, what was, uh, what was his name? Paul, Paul, uh, Paul Chris, Paul yep. Chris, Paul Chris. And, and who's the name of the interim? Somebody named Leonard, right? Jim Leonard. Yes. And Jim Paul Leonard Chris is, is going to get, Paul Chris gets $11 million buyout. You know, they can hire and fire me uh, all they want. Because oh, okay. Be fine. Yeah. yeah. I'll take Nebraska. 11 million right here. Yeah. Nebraska beat Indiana 35-21. And, and the last week, uh, Perry said to Bill, well, at least you're going to beat Nebraska. And uh, <laughs> they did. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Texas beat West Virginia 38-20. to So they're trying to get back on. Not even close. 
not e- not even that close. It was, I mean, yeah, it was more of a. I mean, they got back into it at the end. West Virginia got that last score, so it wasn't and, even and from what I was hearing, their coach might be on the on the hot seat. Not that's, because of, not because of this game, but because of the season in total. Yeah, that's what I've heard. The I've other heard coach that. that got fired, uh, Colorado, after Arizona beat him forty-three to twenty, and they fired uh, Carl Durrell. So, and they were zero and five when they fired him. So there you go. Okay. And, and uh, I did some check. I did checking. Michigan plays Penn State next week. Indiana oh. and Michigan play this week. Oh, Penn right. State has an off week. Yeah, Penn okay. State I think has an off week, but they're playing. They're playing this week. And game day. I'm going to say something that I never thought I would say before. ESPN College Game Day is in Lawrence, Kansas. Wow. <laughs> For Kansas and TCU, who are both undefeated. I mean, who ever thought that? And and this last week was a big shakeup because you had 10 teams drop out of the top 25 and 10 new teams come in with the AP Top 25. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty big, you know, there. But, you know, and Lee Corso was not at game day. He had some health issues. Uh, he sent in his pick posthumously, but I don't know what's going on. But Lee uh, barely did. He, uh, he's not dead. He didn't do it posthumously. He's remote. No, not remote. posthumously. But you know, he <laughs> he he sent he them sent in, them but in he with, didn't record right. them. He sent them in. He didn't. He wrote them down and sent them in. Yeah, not okay. posthumously. Yeah, All I don't right. know what. But <laughs> but this week, yeah, you got some pretty interesting games. Like I said, Kansas TCU, uh, both undefeated teams. UCLA undefeated, going after Utah. And then you got Washington State and USC. That's one kind of an kind of one that you got to watch out for. Arkansas, Mississippi State. Yep. Uh, that one. Tennessee and LSU. Where's that one going to go? Uh, like I said, uh, the Big Ten doesn't really have a lot of big showcase games. Clemson and BC. Yep. NC State and Florida State coming out of the ACC. Uh, of course, Texas, Oklahoma, uh, the Red River shootout, or as our man Rod Babers, who former defensive back that hosts the show here, calls it the straight, the State Fair Street Fight. That's what he calls it. Would you know going into this game that it, with Oklahoma having its troubles lately and Texas being a little up and down, would you say this is the worst? Usually one of them's hot or they're both hot. Well, this is kind of like a lower-ranked uh, uh, game than I would it usually say, is. I would say probably – because Texas, in the two losses to Alabama and Texas Tech, remember, they were with Alabama, it was a one-point loss. Tech was a three-point, and, and remember, Texas still playing with the backup quarterback, but he's pretty good. So I think in this one, Oklahoma, there's there's talk up there, like, is Brent Venable the right guy? You know, the, But they're not going to fire him after this year because he just kind of came in because Lincoln Riley, you know, it's like, right. hey, he up and left. And so they're not going to – but there's a lot of questions up in Sooner land about what's going on here. Because what I'm saying, ECU, usually at this point they're both undefeated or, or one has one loss and the other's undefeated. That's what I'm saying. Usually yeah, it's yeah, like that. that. Yeah, usually you know? it, is, it is. But, like, the, yeah, and this is one of the first times that in, in a while that neither team – has been ranked. Now, there have been times where the worst team, remember Oklahoma was doing well and it was Mac Rounds last year and then Texas pulled that upset and mm-hmm. well, I remember that message I left with that one. But that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things. But you got that you got that game going on. Uh then you got now this one ought to be interesting, not because of the way they've been playing this week, but remember the off season, Nick Saban and Jimbo get to meet up for ah. Texas A&M and Alabama. That's a big CBS. I think has a double header because you got well, the Arkansas, not to mention, yeah, and again, just from afar, it seems like A&M kind of has a, you know, is the kryptonite for, for Alabama. They, they give them a hard time yeah. all the time. 
Yeah, you yep. got that one, and then you got, and then you also you got the Holy War, Notre Dame BYU. That's you got right. Them with the big showdown. BYU, BYU be if you're a Notre Dame person and don't if you're BYU. That's right. Yeah. No. Right. Yep. There you go. But those are some of your big games this week. Mm-hmm. You know that you got to watch out for. Uh, I think that. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, so it's going to be a big battle with college football and baseball on Saturday. And where are you going to go find them? Because ESPN has got to do both on that same day. That ought to yeah. be fun. It will be crazy. Huh? Okay. Well, we, we, good way, good transition to baseball. And what I all right, what and we're going to do is, and by the way, the Yankees are still leading five to four. Now it's in the bottom of the ninth. Okay. So, um, so Texas needs to tie it up to give Judge another chance. We don't yeah. know how far away he is in the order, you know, for that. But anyway. Um, what we're going to do this week, we're not going to do the whole standings because we're going to do the full final standings next week because everybody will be done. We want everybody to know where their teams ended up for the year and all that stuff. So, and, and we can even talk a little bit about all the different teams, the ones that didn't make the playoffs. But this time, we're going to go through where we stand here on this Tuesday afternoon, and I point that out to the podcast listeners so they'll know when we say that. And we'll just talk about the seedings as they exist now and the potential matchups. So Houston is in at 104-56. and 56. The Yankees have the two seed at 98-61. The Guardians have the third seed at ninety and seventy, so that's those gonna they're gonna be uh, the Yankees and Houston. Houston and the Yankees will get buys, and the Guardians will play in the first round. Toronto is going to be the four seed. They are going to host the wild card because they're ninety one and sixty nine, and then uh, we've got Seattle at eighty seven and seventy two. So you see that uh, they can't catch them, and uh, and Tampa Bay is eighty six and seventy four. So it could be that the only thing to question in the American League is whether Tampa Bay could catch. If they win their last two and Seattle stays where they are, and again, I don't know what the tiebreakers are between Seattle and and Tampa Bay, but it could be that Tampa Bay could get that fifth seed. If that were the case, uh, they would uh, go to Toronto, which is the fourth seed. If not, most likely Seattle will go to Toronto and the Guardians will uh, be hosting uh, 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 Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay plays much better on at home than they do on the road. They do. People are saying it's not the home field advantage. It's the weirdness of that park. And it's kind of like playing in a mausoleum. So it's kind of even when the Yankees and Red Sox come in now, it doesn't draw like it used to. So. Now, it doesn't mean, I've said before, it doesn't mean the people down there don't care. Their ratings are among the best in baseball. But people don't want to go to the games, you know, because it's a crummy place to go. But they like the Braves. They, they, they care about them. And they know they win, and they, they understand that. So it's not a bad, you know, for the fans. I mean, they, you give them credit. They do care about their team. They just don't See, want to I, go, and you can't blame them. I wonder, though, if kind of knowing likely what the scenario is, well, Kevin Cash, yes, he would take the wins, you know, if you can get him. But do you really just start kind of lining up your pitching for Friday, hoping you can? You can, but you, you, yeah, you really don't want to go to Toronto. I don't think Toronto oh, is really right. killing it, right? You know, and, so they, so and, they would probably, like I was going to say, they would be happier yeah. probably playing the Guardians. They probably would. They probably would. So we'll see what they do. But uh, and it's it's probably going to happen anyway. So that's the way the American League sets up. So you got Toronto probably hosting Seattle, and that's going to be pretty good. Seattle's got some good pitching, so we'll see what Toronto can do with that. And the Guardians, who I, and I Toronto think, you know, of course has good hitting. We'll see what Seattle does do. with that. That's right. That's right. And uh, and the Guardians, uh, you know, have had a great year. And uh, Tito Francona has done it again. And uh, I think he'll probably. I don't know. I think he'll get Manager of the Year. I think if Baltimore had been able to sneak in. Of the postseason, but they weren't able to. But a, a good improvement by Baltimore, and we'll talk about them next week. In the National League, what we've got is we've got the Dodgers, of course, at the number one seed and number one in baseball with 110 and 50. Atlanta at the moment is the second seed at 160. 
St. Louis is locked into the third seed at 92 and 68. So, but the Mets are 98 and 61. So the Mets can still, the tiebreaker goes to the Braves. So the magic number for the Braves to win the division is one. If they win a game, and, and the uh, and or the Mets lose a game, they've got it. So that's that's the way it goes right now. So again, the Braves are in the driver's seat here, and the Mets need to win all three of their games and have the Braves lose. They've already lost their first game. Need to lose the other two games, then the Mets will be the two seed. But right now, it's uh, the Mets are four. We have San Diego Mets, at eighty-eight. Uh, the Mets, Chris, are leading two nothing in the top of the third. Okay, so uh, San Diego is 88. And by the way, the uh, Marlins have announced that Sandy Alcantara is not pitching tomorrow, no matter what's going on. So that is, you know, sometimes these teams drive me crazy. I mean, you know, just, uh, you know, there's no, this went out years ago. They'd say, well, we're going to do our best. You know, we want them to do it for us. Now nobody wants to do anything for anybody. And why you shut somebody down for one game at the end of the year? I mean, what's the point? I don't get it. Anyway. So the, right now, Mets are the four seed. San Diego is 88 and 72, and Philadelphia is 87 and 73. Again, I don't know the tiebreakers between those two teams, but the Phillies are in now because they have the tie. Their Milwaukee is 85 and 75, so that's a two-game lead with two to go. But the uh, Phillies have the tiebreakers, so the Phillies are in. So, uh, but they could move up to the five seed, which would mean they would instead of going to St. Louis, they'd go play the Mets. That doesn't sound like a good idea. I think no, you better. Off I would think you would rather play the Cardinals because the Mets you're going to get some form uh, well unless they have to end up pitching somebody has pitched tomorrow you're going to get some form of DeGrom and Scherzer and this was the reason that the Mets did not want to get into this playoff you know this wild card thing everybody said if there was one team that could probably navigate it it would be the Braves they don't think it's the Mets so plus if they get that that seed they're going to play the Dodgers in the division series that's right. So, but my question is, because I don't know, I haven't paid much attention to the, the Padres, and we think of them as kind of failures or whatever, because they don't, you know, it just seems like they've underachieved considering all they go out and spend, and they're on the front page every week doing something new. But if they go to in to play the Mets, I would think they'd be a much tougher battle for the Mets than the Phillies would. I would, I would think so. Yeah. And then, uh, but, you know, so if most likely Philadelphia would go to St. Louis and play the Cardinals. And, uh, and then remember, all those games, they're three-game series, and they're all at home. They're not, nobody goes anywhere. It's just Philadelphia at St. Louis, and uh, the Mets would host San Diego again if the Braves win yep. the division. And, that, and those are, they're all, all four of them, you're going to have baseball day in America Friday. You're going to have it on Saturday. Saturday and if you get lucky, you have it on Sunday. That's right. So, and then the, and you everything, have the old, And everything in the first round is both on ESPN television and ESPN radio. And it's two out of three. Two out of three. Correct. And and you'll have, and what you'll see is if you get some of these series, you know, then the later the games will start on Sunday. They really don't want to play the early games. Like Rick says, there's a lot of early games on Sunday. So they don't want to really have to play. If everybody's getting decided, you know, fine. Then we're all got four, but we never seem to get four. So if it's two games, there'll be one at like uh, 4.30 and one at 8, 8.30 or something like that. That's what they'll do on Sunday They'll night. probably try to push them far enough apart so that there's not too much of a chance that you're going to overlap. Right, right. So that's what I mean, I, something like that. And I am not totally sure. I'm not totally sure how this works, but if it works the way that it has in the past, the for the playoffs, the ghost runner goes away. Yes. 
I know. I know the. I know. Yes, it does. Yes, yeah, I'm, yeah. that's right. It did. It did last year, and we had because we had some games that went, um, you know, right, without gross right. runners, and went a few innings. Mind, this you know, is with the, this is with a new CBA, so um, yeah. it looks. No, it like does. That, I remember. I remember hearing like that. that yeah. And, yeah, that's right. And of course, and uh, next for the division and the championship, National League is Fox and FS1, and American League is TBS this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so so I'm going to run down my picks, and anybody else who wants to can remind us of what they said, because I said a silly, silly thing about the East. I picked the last place team to be first, which was the Red Sox, uh, but uh, I figured everybody would, would put a hat over them, and uh, the Red Sox just had a crummy year, and uh, they're last and not going to the playoffs. So I had the Red Sox winning the East. I had the White Sox winning the Central. Nope, that didn't happen. I had Houston winning the West. That did. A lot of people had Seattle, but I had Houston. Uh, so, and then and I had uh, Toronto as a wild card team. That happened. Tampa Bay as a wild card team. That happened. And Minnesota as the other wild card team. And my ultimate pennant winner is Houston. They've got the best record. In the National League, my picks were the Braves, and the, they're pretty close to winning the division. It looks like they might. I had Milwaukee, though, winning the, in the Central. They did not. Uh, I had the Dodgers winning the West. And then I had the Mets in the playoff. They're in. I had uh, St. Louis in the playoff. They're in as a uh, as a uh, first place team, not a wild card. And I had the Giants in the pl- uh, playoff. They did not get in. And I had the Dodgers. And I had Houston, Dodgers beating Houston four games to two. So I've got the two best teams, you know, record wise in the leagues, slated to go to the World Series. So that part of my picks. The other parts, eh, not so much. Anybody else remember what they picked or write them down or whatever? I, I do not remember. Uh, I believe I had uh, the Yankees in the East. I, I I had Minnesota in the central, and of course I picked Seattle in the west. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for I, I think for the wild cards I had, you know, St. Louis in there as one, but I think I missed out on uh, maybe the Mets was another one, but I don't remember them totally. And the same goes for the American League. So I think I I did okay on the divisions, but I don't think I did so hot on the wild cards. Does anybody else remember what they did? I had I, I had Toronto in the east. Uh, I think Chicago in the Central and Houston in the West. And I think my wild card teams were Tampa Bay, the Red Sox, and Minnesota. Okay. Um, I had Toronto go into the World Series. Um, I think I had the Mets, the Cardinals, and the Dodgers. And then I had the Braves, Brewers, and I think Giants. And I had the Dodgers go into those. So I had a Dodgers-Toronto World Series. Okay. Yeah. That could happen. That could right. still happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, found, I found mine. Oh, I okay. did find mine. I, yeah, and I had basically I had the in the American League. I had the Yankees, Astros, and Guardians. I had the three division winners. Really? Wow! But <laughs> I had, but I had I had Toronto, Tampa Bay, and I had the White Sox. So I had them going. Well, that's pretty good though. Yep. You had Cleveland as a division winner. Wow! Nobody, not too many people. Yeah, and that. I, and and in the National League, I had of course the Braves winning. You know, I had the Braves winning. But that could still be. But I had no wait. I, here I'm, I had the Mets winning and the Braves as a wild card. Yeah. I had, of course, St. Louis winning the Central. I had the Dodgers winning the West, and my other two wild cards. I had San Diego and San Francisco. Okay, and them was my other two. And my I had a Dodger Astro World Series. Okay. Again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the Astros winning. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Um, let's see. So we got a few news and notes here. Baron Before Judge we get is, to those news and okay. notes, so let's bring up Jerry real quick. Uh, Jerry, All right. go ahead and unmute yourself. Yep. I think I already am. Okay, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. There you are. What? You, you go, ahead, Jerry. Jerry. Go. go ahead. Okay, 
Hey, first of all, I was very disappointed at the way Pitt played. They couldn't hold on the ball. Poor Pat Bostick, he was holding on to hope. At the end, he thought that some miracle would happen. And the Penn State, well, it rained intermittently, I think, what I can remember. And uh, I'm glad uh, I'm glad my Phillies are in. Yeah, Phillies uh, looked they got a little scary there during the week. They were almost, they almost blew it, but they they lost about five in a row there. But they managed to win enough to get in, so that's good. Okay, there we go. Now we can get to the news and notes. All right. So Aaron Judge hit his 61st home run Wednesday in Toronto, and he's as we've been talking about, he's still at 61. So it's getting uh, interesting here as to whether he's going to get that 62. And of course, that'll be the if he does. He gets the American League record. Yeah. And then uh, Albert Pujols last night hit his 703rd home run. And also it was, uh, it was, it put him ahead uh, for um, uh, RBI. RBIs ahead of uh, Babe Ruth. He now ended up in, in second place with that. Right. He's got, uh, and I forget how many he's got over 2,200, uh, 22, uh, you know, 13 or something like that. Anyway, he passed Babe. Right. So Hank Aaron, he will not catch, but he did pass uh, Babe Ruth. Right. And he hit on uh, April 9th, 19, um, 2001, he had at his first at-bat in St. Louis, he hit a home run, and he hit a home run in his last at-bat in St. Louis on Sunday. So that's yep. kind of cool. And uh, let's see. And then uh, Garrett Cole uh, got the his uh, 248th strikeout the other night, and he tied uh, Ron Guidry for the team uh, record, which Guidry set in, in 1978. I don't know if Cole uh, pitched again or is going to pitch again. So he may be able to pass it if they they don't really need any of these games. So, but no, again, no, they've got no. they've got some time. They off, might. So they, what they may do is, is if they want to, they may get find a way to get him like just an inning or two because they're not going to play. Innings, yeah. They're not going to yeah. play again until next Tuesday. Right. 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 Yeah. So we'll see. He may get that record. Shohei Otani and the Angels signed a one year for thirty million to avoid arbitration. Probably the biggest arbitration award ever given. Out. And they could and they could still trade him in the off season if they want to. That is okay. correct, and there'll be lots of bidders if that's the case. And again, we've kind of talked about this, but college football fans were not happy about the, uh, the ESPN uh, cut-ins for Aaron Judge's at bat, and uh, Roger Goodell put his foot down, said he would not do that. Sean McDonough made the comment, oh, what a shame when he found out the Yankees were, yeah. were del- delayed. And it's not that he doesn't like yeah. baseball. Hey, he does all four sports. I mean, he's, yeah. you, know, you know, it's not that. It's but, just he figures. You see, sports fans are different now. I think people are compartmentalized differently than they used to be. There's sport, football fans, there's baseball fans, and I think cool. you find uh, that people are kind of compartmentalized more than it, you, you did that in the old days. That was just fine with everybody. You know? I think his thing well, okay, is if but, you're tuning oh, hold on, I think his thing is if you're tuning into a college football game, um, you want to see that game. If you want to see Aaron Judge's at bats, you know how to do that. Go ahead, Sean. And there's other, like now, technologically, there's ways that they can do it but that they couldn't do. 40, 50 years ago, you got the, you can have the game on and then you can maybe in the corner of your screen, have the Aaron judge, or you can have a, Hey, go over to ESPN news. Aaron judge is up to bat or something. Right. They can have a crawler and they can even say that, but you know, that, that's whole thing. I mean, you don't ha- you had to yet. And it's an, and they're not even doing that. They're going right to all the yes network stuff. And, and especially like, I don't blame Ole Miss Kentucky. That was a good game. You had, I mean, TCU, Oklahoma, and the other channel, on the, when they broke in there, not as much. But the people watching Ole Miss, Kentucky, and ESPN, I mean, I don't blame Sean McDonough at all. And that brings me to the other thing that we were talking about before with this whole Aaron Judge thing. 
You know, I get it. Yes, it's the American League record. It's the but these people, like you brought up, Chris Russo, that are trying to say it's the real, the real record. No, it is not the real record. It is officially Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, those guys, McGuire, so Bonds, you know, up there. They broke the record. Whether you like it or not, it was in an era that you don't like, but you allowed it to happen as a media outlet because you were so excited about it. But you think, oh, but. You know, I mean, yeah, American League, it's a great feat. He broke Roger Maris's record, broke another Yankee, but if it does happen, but, you know, what, it is well, not the real record. Well, many think that the reason that baseball really, you know, until they came back a little bit, this is how they recovered from this 94 strike. You know, oh, yeah. all these home run records oh. that were being broken because people were watching. I mean, oh. every to all the McGuire, Sosa, Bonds things – whether people whether people like it or not, people were watching it. That that and the Cal Ripken stuff. That yeah. was those well, the yeah. things. Cal yeah. Ripken too. Yeah, that ninety eight. The records were so. They. I mean, the ratings were up. Now this has helped ratings because Aaron Judge. This story has gotten people talking about baseball. People that they are. It has helped. That I get it. But but you know, it's just. There's ways to handle this, and, you know, it's a great feat. I'm not taking anything away from Aaron Judge, but these people that are so stuck in their ways, and some of those people were the same people that were praising Bonds and McGuire and Sosa back in 98, talking how great, when they could see, if we could tell they were probably doing something, then they could definitely tell it, you know. Well, and then Rich made the point a couple of weeks ago, how do we know Judge isn't doing something? You know, the drugs have been advanced. The testing is supposed to be more HDH and, and, and better than it was and stuff, but the drugs are better than they were. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I honestly don't think he is, but, you know. Who I don't knows? either, but I'm just saying. Rick makes that oh, point. Well, and, well and, and, and to be fair, I mean, I've not ever heard it, but it could be you could, the same with Pujols could be said. I mean, remember yeah. the last two, three years, Pujols was really down, and now he's had a great year. I mean, uh, and, and remember, uh, didn't he? Didn't he sue who was it, Jack Clark, for saying that? He did. So you know. So, yeah. but I mean, I'm not saying that Pujols. I'm not saying Pujols is. Right. But you no. never know. But, but then you do see people bounce back. I remember Ted Williams. He had a, a he won the batting title in '57 and '58. He had a down year in '59. The only year he ever hit under 300. In '60, he came back and hit about 20 home runs and did hit over 300 again. He played less, but but he did have a, a bounce back year. He knew it was his last year, so that can happen too. You know, with with nothing. Going. There's always been some. There's always been some form of cheating in baseball, whether it's steroids, yeah. Yeah, the amphetamine area, the pine tar era, the scuffed balls, the trash the Astros, can. The there's always some a couple of years ago. And, and yeah. by the way, another thing the other day, uh, people were saying that it was so great, you know, the it's the final game in St. Louis for all three, Molina, Pujols, and, and Wainwright. That is not necessarily true. No. It is for no. Molina and Pujols. Wainwright has not said this is his final year. Right. Yeah. And, and, the, way, and, the, and, and the way he's pitching, he could make a point, hey, I can still go. Go ahead, Rick. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Rick. One more thing about Judge there, and, and how it makes me think a little bit is is not only his performance, but he has never come close in patchy as to being healthy all year. And he no, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So um, anyway, and I think we already talked about just to make sure that people know that when we get to next week, I think you may have said this, Sean, but I wasn't quite sure that next week uh, the, when the playoffs do move off ESPN, that the uh, Fox will have the National League games all the way through, and TBS will have the American League games. And then uh, I know in, there's one there's one National League 
Division Series game and one American League Division Series game that will be on MLB Network, too. Okay. That is correct. That is correct. But it won't be the Yankees and the Dodgers. Don't worry about it. I would bet. We know that. <laughs> no. Okay. Tony La Russa announced his retirement yesterday. Uh, the, the day before is, well, happy birthday, Tony. Today is his 78th birthday. So it's good for Tony. And uh, so that was kind of, I think that'll cheer Jamal up. I think he you know, was not happy with that. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I don't think he should have come back in the first place. I thought that was a mistake. Yeah. So Albert's got 22.15 in RBIs yeah. and Hank Aaron with 22.97. I found it here. So that, that's what uh, we're, we're looking at with him. So a great, a great finish to his career. And, yeah. you know, 703. He's, uh, you know, uh, got a little uh, space there over the 700 mark and, uh, you know, just behind uh, the three, you know, Bonds and, and uh, Aaron and, and Babe Ruth and second in RBI. So what a great career for Albert Pujols. He should be, you know, unanimous uh, five years from now, but we'll see how uh, that works so. out. Yeah. Any other baseball stuff? Although, although he should, maybe should be, but, you know, somebody will. Well, who's they vote for unanimously? always somebody. Yeah. who they vote for this past, a couple of years ago they did. The only one that has ever been voted in unanimously was uh, the Yankee closer, Mariano oh, Rivera. Mariano Rivera. I knew there was somebody a couple of years that got in that way, yeah. So, but hey, we knew Ted Williams wouldn't because he hated sports writers. So that was you know, not going to happen. Yeah, you know. But why are you doing? But you know, okay, that's the, there's that. But it was Mays and Aaron, and you know, come on, really, you know, ridiculous. Now I think the people who were named at the beginning when the thing started, I don't know if there was even any voting. You know, when they brought in Ruth and and right. uh, Cobb and them, I don't even know what they uh, the procedure no. was. The name there were like eight or ten charter members like those guys, and you know they right. just got right in. So anyway. Yeah. All right, any more baseball before we move quickly to basketball? There's not much basketball either. I don't think so, no. Okay. The Clippers are back on KTLA uh, for uh, 11 regular seasons and their preseason games, and that's kind of amazing. That's an over-the-air channel, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, well, a lot of the NBA teams still do because, like, San Antonio the Spurs have about 15 games that are on uh, Channel 35 and the syndicated network, so they they have a few. A lot of the teams still do. Huh, okay. No, we're not here anymore. No, all you get is, you know, you get your games on, you know, ABC sometimes, and that's, that's yeah. all you get. It's on the over the air. Yeah. And, um, you know, and the other the other thing is Blake Griffin signed with the Celtics. You know, I mean, there may be some other veteran signings we don't know about, but that sounds like a better deal. Remember, they were trying to figure out what veteran they wanted to bring in to, to replace uh, Gallinari, and there was talk about, um, uh, what's his idea? Uh, uh, Carmelo. Carmelo. Yeah. Blake Griffin, I've not heard anything bad about Blake Griffin. I think well, he's probably a good guy was, to have around. My question with Blake Griffin says I've seen him play in the West a lot, Chris, is I'm really not sure how much he's got left. He is only 33 years old, but he's been seriously injury-prone ever since he moved to the East uh, playing for East Coast teams, so I don't know how much you're going to get yeah. out of Yeah, well, there is that. I mean, they're not expecting him to come in and play a lot of minutes. They're ho- hoping, I think, maybe just to carry him over while they don't have uh, Williams. And right. Gallinari could come back eventually. They, you know, they're not saying he's out for the year. They're saying maybe till March. So right. they're hoping to get Gallinari back. I'm not sure. Is he a is Blake Griffin a power forward or what? What is yes. he? Uh, yeah, yes. he's he's better at the four, although uh, New, uh, Brooklyn did use him at five, and I thought that was a mistake. No, he's not a center. He's not not a center. He's, a he's only 6'10", but he's, he's yeah. not very large. So Yeah, so, no. okay. I, I think he's just going to be in the forward group, and, you know, they, they need a little help up there, so I don't know. But, I mean, the the, the camp hasn't exploded yet with uh, Joe Missoula, Missoula for, you know, I mean, for what yeah. we know, but they don't start arguing until pre- his regular season anyway. So, right. You know, we don't really know anything. And they did blow out, uh, but I couldn't believe that one, uh, I mean, to I mean, I don't usually mention any exhibition game, but how in the world could the Kings ever in any universe beat the Lakers 
surprised by 35 points the other night. Uh, Sacramento, I don't, I don't know. I, I have no idea because the Kings have never been really that good ever since they've gotten here. Uh, they had they had that one run with Chris Webber and all those guys where they got to the West Conference Finals, but they never could get past the Lakers. Uh, I don't know how that happened last night. When I no, saw I, that score, I'm like, what? But you I, know? I once again, I don't, I, I don't know that the Lakers did anything great. I mean, LeBron's there and all that, but I don't yeah. see him uh, really making the playoffs or no, I, being, having more either. than 40, 45 wins at the most. Yeah, I don't either. So. And we know, no. and we know that hockey starts on Friday, and the NBA starts what in a week or two after Couple, that. Two weeks, two weeks from today. Yep. Yep. So we can uh, maybe try to make uh, at least some picks for the NBA uh, in a couple of weeks. We can try that since we did so well in baseball. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and uh, next, and and we next, did better in baseball than we did in our football uh, last year. I think. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, 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 next, and next Tuesday we can do our NHL picks because the season will officially start. So yeah, yeah. Well, um, go ahead. I'm waiting to hear Sean and Perry's. Everybody's hanging on to those. <laughs> yeah. Before we leave, and the NHL, do, we have, do we have any updates? We do not, but we do have Gina. So, Gina, if you want to okay. come in, okay. we can hear you. Well, you were talking about hey. basketball. Hi. Yeah. Um, last week, last night, they did um, the Portland Trailblazers played the Los Angeles Clippers in Seattle at Climate Pledge Arena. It was a preseason game. Okay. The um, Los Angeles Clippers won by a score of 102 to 97. For me uh-huh. personally, I'm very disappointed. I looked forward to hearing it. I couldn't find a broadcast to save my soul. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, well, it was. And the only, you know, I was glad to hear the score on Fox Sports on the Fox but Sports. But nobody had. So you asked, like Miss A didn't have. Uh, you know, you couldn't get that on on SiriusXM. Neither the Clipper nor uh, Blazers no. announcers were doing it. No, they no. didn't have anything. Nope. Yeah. No. By, by the way, in the bottom of, in the bottom of the third, it is still two nothing Mets. Okay. Okay. Come on. And what did we? Where we got with the Yankees? As far as uh, did they go to extra innings or is that over? No, they did not. Okay, so that gets so the Yankees right. won that one. Yep. All right. Okay. Yeah. okay, Sean. All right. All right. Well, folks, if you want to come back next, if you want to hear this again and see what we're doing and how we're all wrong when everything gets going, you can download the podcast at legendoldies.com. Tell your smart speaker to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts or go to 773-572-3006, option number nine. And when you're over there, when you're listening, you can hang back up and call back in from the same phone and continue listening to the same option. And next week we'll be into the playoffs. We'll be farther into college football. Uh, NHL starting a week from NBA. We'll be ready to go. So until then, see ya.